46. And many of the 30-yard line. Jones up hit by Granderson, intercepted on the ricochet. That's Matthew for six. It's a pick six. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. The king, Kevin Harlan, on the call this past weekend. It's just like that that pick six happens. It's just like, well, I guess like I guess this bet's done. Like cross, crossing off the list, the Patriots against uh, against the New Orleans Saints. Uh we will get to the Patriots and the Raiders and the rest of the line movement for week six coming up in a moment. But twenty minutes from now, we will begin our simulcast on stadium for the middle two hours of the show. Uh same thing every single weekday, and we're very happy to have that happen. We're Rob Pozzola, Pro Sports Better, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider Brian Baldinger, and the face and voice of the NHL on Turner's Sports. Liam McHugh will join us all coming up in hour number two of the show. Tons of bets coming up for tonight in the power hour, final hour of the program. But for now, back to some line movement for week six. Jake, uh, fade the moved music bet up here, please. I want to read this quote from Patriots head coach Bill Belichick, who was asked today (laughs) by the media, hey, like, Matt going to be your quarterback this week? Bill's response, yeah, we're not making any changes. Yeah, because... Because everything's really great. Now, I will say, earlier today, I was having a conversation with a huge sports fan saying, like, hey, when's Bailey Zappi playing? Like, why don't they just play Zappi? And my response was, do people realize that at the end of training camp, the Patriots cut Bailey Zappi, and then no team claimed him, and the Patriots signed him back to their practice squad? Tyler makes a great point. People on Patriots, hashtag Patriots Twitter. You know, the cesspool of the internet. Any, any like, fan-based Twitter. They're calling for Malik Cunningham. Guess what the Patriots did at the end of training camp? They cut his ass, too. And he went through waivers, and they re-signed him. So it's like, like the Patriots don't think that their backup quarterbacks are good. You think they're benching Mac Jones for these guys? I mean, I, I think this is what it's going to be for a while, at least, for the New England Patriots. They got Will Greer, too, right? Going, do they have Will Greer oh, too on the roster do. now? I guess they do. Well, to me, like the Will Greer thing was more like we're about to play Dallas. So Greer spent time right. with the Cowboys. Let's try and like get their inside Clearly. information. Final. And Belichick was like, I think Belichick was literally asked like, "What about Greer?" And he's just like, "He's not ready." Like he just he's like, we could put him out there if we had to, but he's not ready. And I guess you could be like, "Well, was Mac Jones really ready?" He's throwing pick sixes to everybody. But there's like there is a like we talk about like yes, you can say quarterbacks are bad. But then I think when you watch DTR play the Ravens a couple weeks ago, like there are levels to bad. Like there's like, you can like run an offense functionally. And then you like, you see DTR and it's just like, it's just like, we're not even close to there yet. Like there are some guys where like, that would be what it is. And probably most of the guys Patriots or fans are calling for at least. Like, like Mac Jones is just like normal bad. He's not like aggressively like one yeah, in 16 bad type starter. bad. He's, he's yeah, just bad. bad. And, and, to, and, yeah. and to be fair, He's got nothing around him. He's not good, yeah. but he, he ain't got nothing around him. Uh, Patriots going on the road to face their their old buddy, Josh McDaniels and the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Ken, what do we have in this game now that we know for sure? Not that there was like a huge question, but now that it's confirmed, Mac Jones will start for New England on the road at the Raiders, who did win on Monday night against the Packers. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to make a bet on the side of this game. Uh, interest in the Patriots which may cause this number to come off three at some point. So uh, the market is entirely three and the threes in most places, uh, MGM, couple domestics are the exception, but in most places, the threes are used toward New England, like minus 115 toward that. And that's been movement kind of throughout the course of today. We, we talk about this a lot, kind of like bad team, bad team. People just like buying the three because the idea is just like, 
really like you're gonna have a bad team expected to win by more than a field goal against anyone and you know like if that's the case you just say like no like i'll just take the plus three and you know i think i'm gonna win more often than not and that seems to be what's gonna happen again in this game can't say for sure need injury reports obviously too but early on like my guess is we kind of end up like 2.75 in the game the total for what it's worth has stayed basically the same 41 and a half uh belichick saying we're not making any changes music to my ears because i liked the under a ton last week with the patriots i like the under a ton this week against the raiders um get ready for a lot of conservative mcdaniels running and terrible fourth down calls and whatever this patriots offense is and the total starts with a four which is like pretty unbelievable. People be like, well, the Saints scored a lot of points last week. That was like entirely, pred- first of all, they had a pick six in the game. And that was like entirely predicated on like terrible New England decision-making in like high leverage spots and turnovers, putting the Saints in really good position to score points. Like organically, the Saints aren't going 80 yards on a lot of drives. Like that's not really going to happen in any game that they play. Um, just got helped out by a bunch of mistakes last week. Maybe the Raiders can have the same thing happen, but uh, I still really, really, I'm happy Belichick said that because I don't, we don't have any new variables to consider now now i can just be like i really like the under i just love belichick yeah we're not going to make any changes like what would what do you gotta build build the time machine like here here here's tom right. brady before we like alienated him and here's randy Moss and yourself and here's gronk yeah i just right like, yeah, yeah what's gonna happen here also i know we don't have time to get into it i i think i actually think if tom brady came back to quarterback this team i think they might be pretty good because i feel like brady brady's probably pretty good even even now but story for another time well the line's uh, really bad that's the only thing and he played behind great offensive lines like his whole career and they're the patriots offensive line is probably like maybe like the worst in like their franchise history honestly it's bad. like they have had like a run of like even in the 90s the offensive line was actually pretty good a lot of times Ooh. and this offensive line is by some accounts, like maybe the worst in the league. Like the Giants is the worst, but like 31st, like 30th. That, like uh, that's how bad it is. Th- yeah. That Rod Russ 1990 Patriots team that the Giants beat in week 17 Quite that terrible. finished 1 and 15. That, yeah. that, that, yeah, th- it's really bad though, to your point. Uh, you better, you bet with Nick and Ken Line moving for week six in the NFL. Uh, we, we will definitely get to the Vikings and others here, but we, we need to do the Giants because this injury report's just like insane for the Giants. Like it goes from bad to worse for, uh, for my favorite football team. Uh, it's a 14 player injury, 14 player injury report today. As many as there on are Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> as many as many points as they are, they are favored to lose by to the Buffalo Bills coming up on Sunday. Uh, these players did not practice on Wednesday. Dan- and I'm not going to list all of them, just like, like the, the really important ones. Daniel Jones, obviously the starting quarterback. Pass rusher Aziz Ojolari. Tackle Matt Pert, who like they may need to play. Wandale Robinson doesn't practice. The center, John Michael Schmitz. I feel like that's that's begging for a nickname, and I feel like I'm going to say something terrible if I try to do it, so Schmitz I won't. Creek. Andrew Thomas, still not practicing, Ken. And now Darren Waller added to the injury report also with the groin injury. Wow, this is great. Limited in practice. They do get Shane Lemieux back in practice today in a limited fashion, and Saquon Barkley apparently being ramped up. My sense is that Saquon will play this week, and if not, it'll be Eric Gray, Matt Breida, and Gary Brightwell for another week. It's a disaster for the Giants. Uh, <laughs> what are we looking at here? It's. I mean, what do you want me to say? Uh, Giants and Bills on Sunday night. What a stupid game. Oh, by the way, this is a nationally, after a full day of football featuring an international game in the morning, too, and a full weekend of college football and baseball playoffs and hockey's back. Let's end our weekend with a standalone Giants-Bills game where nobody on the Giants is going to play. Sounds neat.
the point spread in this game has stayed remarkably consistent despite those injury reports. Mostly, I think, because the like sort of the uh, expectation in the market was that a lot of these guys weren't going to play and that like Daniel Jones is really unlikely to play in the game. And that's why you're getting a two touchdown point spread. So Bills by 14. There are a couple 14 and a halfs on the board, too. The total has gotten bet down a little bit from open, which kind of makes sense. Because like somehow the offensive injury report for the Giants has gotten more offensive, uh, with Waller not practicing now too. Like how, sort of like with the Browns, if it's you know PJ Walker in a weather game, like okay, cool. Like Matt Milano's hurt and the Bills lost another defensive lineman probably for the season. Also, does that matter whatsoever in this game? <laughs> like does that matter like at all? Like look what C- Seattle, like Seattle. Like, look what Seattle did to the Giants. Here's Buffalo in a, in a home game for them. Makes sense that the total got bet down to 44 and a half. Buffalo going to have to do a lot of lifting to hit that over, I think. Bills by 14, 44 and a half. This is probably just where we are. Like, there's going to be interest in the Giants if Saquon plays, really, with that injury report. Um, seems a little rough. I'm, I'm a little surprised it hasn't gone to, like, 15, <laughs> just to be honest. Like, just a little surprised. Like, like really? Really? I... I don't know. I don't know what to do here. Like, I, my my sense is just like, is isn't Bills fourteen good? Like, isn't it good? How isn't how isn't it good? I I guess I guess it could be a closer game. I just have a well, lot of trouble. I mean, the Giants that. might Giants might get a better injury report the next couple of days, and maybe maybe it drops down a little bit. Like that. Could but it's got to be better right? than this. If it's this, like, are you going to bet Buffalo fourteen oh, if it's these guys all ab- don't play? Ab- a hundred percent, I'm with you. Just like maybe tomorrow, like Thomas practices and Waller practices, yeah. and like maybe you feel a little better. It's Wednesday, right? Yeah, it's just to be. It's Wednesday, but I mean, again, I haven't bet the game yet. Just if this is what it's going to be, definitely. Like, I mean, Tyrod Taylor with hurt Saquon and no Waller and no Wandale, and and can like I know I, you mentioned in this game doesn't matter. I actually think like with Milano out, like. Waller Waller's more important in this game to the Giants than Saquon Barkley is because of that matchup. Like the Giants could actually exploit sure. that. Like the Giants, that's a matchup the Giants can actually win potentially with Waller against Buffalo's right. backup linebackers. He doesn't. Like, I don't. I don't know how they're moving the ball in this game. As I'm with you. Or, or so, like, I think game. actually that's the one I'm most interested right. in is Waller <laughs> tomorrow and Waller on Friday. Yeah, I mean it just it's really. Uh, this is it's, this will seem unrelated, but I just like I'm, I hammered this last week and I just make the point again. You know how much of an over team Arizona is? They made this team look explosive. Like, look how they've looked in every other game. Arizona made Daniel Jones look like Dan Marino. Throwing the ball 50 yards down the field, Saquon for touchdowns, 28 points and a half, whatever it was. Like, now, now you know, think about that. Think about what this is going to be, what the other Giants games have been. How do you not like the Cardinals-Rams over? On Sunday, how do you not like that? How many points are the Rams going to score in that game with Stafford and those receivers? Again, just like put the pieces together here a little bit because <laughs> like this Giants offense is absolutely brutal. Yeah, it's like Bills are nothing right now. We'll see what the injury report is tomorrow. And I'm still thinking that we got to climb the two-two ladder coming up on Sunday with the Rams and the Cardinals. We'll talk more about mm. that over the course of the week. We have, we have we have time to hit Vikings uh, Bears a little bit here. Yeah, we'll hit it a little bit. Sure. All right. Uh, all right. Chat us up here. Vikings and Bears in Chicago. Justin Jefferson officially on IR. Nick Mullins on IR also, which means they're, they're setting the stage for Jaron Hall to take over after they trade Kirk Cousins. And the tank will officially be um, enacted. And it'll be Caleb Williams time, hopefully, in the Twin Cities next year. Yeah, Jaron Hall and uh, 
but Nick Mannion, right? Is that their backup? Sean, yeah, Sean Mannion. Big? Sean Mannion. Who's who's Nico Mannion? Is he a hockey player? Who's that guy? Uh, I think it's Nico like Nico something. Yeah, Nico yeah. Hishkinen. I think I think I Nico know. Mannion is like the name of something. Basketball. That's the name of a bat. Tyler. Tyler's always good for this stuff. Uh, Nico. The guy who plays for the Devils. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. That's the guy you're thinking of, I think. Anyway, whatever. Uh, that was my report. That was my report on Vikings and Bears. Vikings are like two and a half, close to three, but still two and a half. You can find two and a half, one ten on them. That was the same yesterday. Important thing again to note here: the total has been bet down, not just because of Jefferson, because this is a potential inclement weather game. Uh, both running backs for the Bears who started uh, this season both didn't practice today too. Forty-four and a half the total right now. I, I can't wait to ask myself the question, am I betting the Vikings this weekend or not? Hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side. We'll start it on Stadium, talking to our friend Rob Pizzola. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.